Hey, everybody. Welcome to Monday Night Live in Lexington, you guys. My name is Katherine Kaufman, and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my every Monday night talk show. This is where we kind of discover what and who we are in this journey called life. So there's a lot of self-help stuff on this channel and also paranormal stuff. So And it just runs the gamut of anything really that's going on in the paranormal or self-help world. Shout out to all you guys that are joining over here on Instagram. My Monday night buddy, Miss Joy Hall. Confident Beastie, happy Monday, a Saturday horse, good to see you guys. Uh, let me switch over to the chat over here, and we shout out to Peggy Thompson, and a wonderful, magical Monday to you, Melissa, and Miss Cleo, big kisses and hugs to you both. I want to do some shout out to all the platforms that are streaming right now. And let you know, kind of, you know, if you're watching on any of these platforms, if you'll give whatever platform that you're on, if you'll give that platform a follow, but also hop over to my YouTube channel and uh, give that a subscribe and a like. And I'm going to pop the address right up there for you. So it's just my name backwards. Easy to remember. Uh, hi to you guys. Let's see who else is joining. Ina Everett Thompson, good to see you. I hope you guys can see and hear me okay. And uh, so let me let you know where all you can watch the stream on Monday night at 7 Eastern Standard Time. You can watch it on both of my pages of Facebook, my personal page, and my business page. And the business page is Katherine Kaufman Psychic Medium. If you haven't gone to give it a like yet, please give it a like. I do appreciate all the likes that come through there. Um, also, it's streaming to LinkedIn, YouTube. So, shout out to all you guys that are watching on YouTube. Uh, this is streaming also to Periscope and Twitch and also DLive. So, as you can see, there's a little welcome thing there for DLive. Um, and it is also streaming to my website. So, if people don't have any of these platforms, they can simply just go to the website and go on the Monday Night Live tab and watch the show streaming there. So, easy to get to. Big shout out to Richie Carolyn Gamble. What's the weather like in AZ tonight? Uh, hi, Pamela in Devil's Elbow. And a shout out to Janice Nixon in Bowling Green. Uh, yeah, put, put where you're from so that people can see uh, where everybody is located. Now, we have been getting, the bigger the show gets, the more, you know, you have trolls that pop in and people trying to capitalize on stuff. And so what we've noticed the last few shows are that there are some people who are hopping on the live stream and sending all my guests um 
some kind of advertisement for their psychic services and love spells. I'm going to apologize right off the bat if that happens tonight. Just expect it. I'll go back and delete all that stuff. Don't worry about it. And I go in and block everybody. But I have to do it afterwards because I don't have a moderator. So, hey to Sylvania. How are you doing? And Richie says, beautiful, sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. I wish I were with you, girl. I'm telling you, we need some sun here. We're going to go over self-sabotage, what it is, and how you can overcome it. And I've got some extra tips that we're going to go over tonight. So um, what is self-sabotage? And I think at some point we probably have all been a little bit in this arena of self-sabotage at one time or another. Shout out to Susan Hunter from Alabama and Cindy Grand from Ohio. And a big shout out to my special friend, Mr. Jason Stevens. Good to see you, my friend. Good to see you. Overcoming self-defeating behaviors. Overcoming self-sabotage. Now, just the definition of sabotage is the act of undermining or destroying on purpose. Now, if you're doing it to someone else, it's often in a covert manner. But I would say, even when, like, you're doing it to yourself, you don't realize that you're doing it. So it is kind of done covertly in a way. But um, what the main thing is, is undermining of efforts. And you're actually doing that to yourself. So it's considered a type of psychological self-harm that you're doing to yourself so let's go over what the signs are like how can you recognize that you're self-sabotaging uh, and i will glance down and look and see if there are any questions that i need to address shout out to nadine dehan and she is from lexington thank you for joining us um and great to see all you guys over here on instagram we do some waves there for you guys and two, if you have any questions at all, just feel free to put them in the comments and I'll try to watch for them. And the, um, the little trolls that have been getting on here. <laughs> so I was thinking if they get on here tonight and start advertising their services, maybe we should poke fun at them a little bit. Maybe that would discourage them from doing that again. Okay, back to self-sabotage. Self-sabotage can manifest in many different behaviors. They're kind of, the behaviors are unique, of course, to the person. And so we're going to go over some really common recurring uh, kind of symptoms. But, you know, it's not limited to this. They're, like I said, it's individualized. And so there can be more um of the symptoms than just the ones that we're going over. So let's say you forget a deadline, which, you know, you were really planning on making this deadline. You're really committed to it. And then you forgot it or you fail to put together a presentation. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and something else happens. And then you've lost out on getting it altogether consistently being late with your work like turning it in 
consistently being late to work because that's a really sign I don't want to be here. So procrastination is a huge blaring symptom of self-sabotage. Maybe you start a project or you, even the thought of getting started on it, you suddenly feel frozen, like you don't even know where to start. You don't even know where to begin. And so nothing ever happens because you have this uh, freezing type of feeling. So you're unable to proceed with anything. Or you may dream about doing something of great, you know, personal significance to yourself, but then you never get around to it. And I see this a lot, a lot in uh, people who do healing work often talk about making a healing center or putting together a healing center. And, you know, that's their dream. And I'll talk to them like the next year and they'll say, oh, yeah, I, I still I have some other things I need to learn first and then I'm going to do that. And then here we are like six or seven years later and nothing has ever happened. Oh, I'm still working on that. And so that is a form of self-sabotage, you know, never thinking that you have enough to proceed thinking that, you know, I need this training, I need that training, or this needs to be perfect, that needs to be the perfect situation in order for me to start, is a form of self-sabotage. So, never getting around to do doing anything about what your dream is. So, when you have a dream or you have a thought about what you want to do, it kind of stays in the upper chakras. And the more that you think about it and the more that you dwell on it and really focus on it, the stronger the thought form becomes. But if you don't give it a physical action like putting a business plan together or actually opening the website, unless you give it a physical action, it will not manifest. And especially if you come up with some form of self-sabotage that prevents you from carrying out that physical action that allows the thing or dream to manifest. Let me check for questions here. Hey to Angela Shields. Good to see you here tonight. If anybody has any questions, just let me know. Another telltale sign of self-sabotage is when you grind to a halt for no particular reason when you're trying to achieve your goals. Uh, like all of a sudden the will is lost. And again, that frozen feeling, uh, self-sabotage is often driven by negative talk where you tell yourself you're inadequate, you're unworthy. Uh, you can find yourself thinking things like, I can't do this. What was I thinking? Did I really think I could do this? I don't deserve this. If you try, this is a big one. If you try, you're just going to fail anyway. So why even try? These are huge signs of self-sabotage. Uh, self-sabotage can reinforce a misplaced sense of worthlessness and provide a justification for negative thoughts that have no basis in reality. Uh, I would say most often these feelings and emotions are kind of from some interaction with someone else who made you feel less than. And for some reason in your mind, you're reinforcing that 
and allowing that to self-sabotage because there's no basis in reality for these. And people will fail specifically so that they can say, well, I knew that wasn't going to work or that if you try, you're just going to fail anyway. And then when they fail, which is what they are projecting, then it's reinforced by their own psyche because they're like, see, I told you so. I told you you couldn't do that. So how, how can we get out of this trap that has been programmed into our minds over the years? And, it, it, you know, it can be an um, interaction that you have with your parents. It could be that you never got any positive reinforcement or anybody that had any confidence in your abilities. And so that left you doubting with a lot of, you know, worthless type of feeling. I mean, there's, there can be a lot of reasons why you self-sabotage. Uh, a shout-out to Kayla, watching from Pennsylvania. Good to see you here. And uh, Kayla, just to let you know, I don't do readings on the channel. This is strictly a talk show, self-help talk show. Um, if you'd like to have a reading, the um, link to the website will be left in the comments after the show. Special shout-out to Hope Carroll. And so Hope says, just start embodying the truth of your own power. Start believing in what's possible. Amen to that, Hope. High five to you. That is such a good piece of advice. Uh, we're going to look at several different things that we can do for the self-sabotage. But one of the key reasons people do this is lack of self-esteem, self-concept, feelings of worthlessness that we don't deserve to succeed uh, and really kind of self-loathing and self-hatred for whatever reason. Maybe you blame yourself for something in the past. Uh, and then two, here's another reason is, um, you know, some people have the, uh, it's called the martyr syndrome where they want and need to sacrifice for everybody in the family and so, you know, often these people will have a dream, but because of their self-sacrifice uh, serving need, uh, they will put off all of their needs until their family is uh, needs are completely met. So these are the people that will say, well, I can't pursue my dream because I have to work two jobs to pay for my kids' education. Or I can't do anything until my kids are out of college and they have a job. And then what ends up happening is the kids are out of college and they have no job and mom is still waiting. And then there's some resentment that begins there. So um, let me look for questions here. I don't think we have any so far. It's hard to see the questions because I have these notifications that keep popping up. Okay. So, lack of self-esteem, self-hatred. Uh, you may worry that if you fail, your family will think less of you. So, there's, it's almost that, like, I don't even want to try because... There's such a fear that my family will look down on me if I fail that I won't even try. So Kyla says, I've been manifesting like a boss these days, starting 
Let's see, starting the week with affirmations and clear goals for manifesting success has been a game changer for me. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%, Kyla. That is so wonderful to hear. And the law of attraction and manifesting procedures are really big right now because they work, folks. They work. So, again, being scared that you will fail and that Either your peers or your family will think less of you. Um, and those are fears of failure. Or that, uh, and here's a, here's one I've seen happen in the past is a person doesn't want to try for a promotion or they don't want to move up the ladder because they're afraid that their coworkers will like them less and won't want to be friends with them anymore. Now, back when I was a nursing administrator, that was... Uh, that was one of the things that um, happened a little bit frequently. Uh, shout out to Cassandra Bettenberg. Hugs and kisses to you from Minnesota. How chilly is it out there tonight? I hope it's decent, like maybe 30s. Anyway, back to this. So some people self-sabotage because it makes them feel in control of their situation. I've never heard of this but it was in the research so i feel like i have to present it to you but what they do is they sabotage their situation and then they kind of rescue themselves and what it does is it boosts it boosts their self-confidence and their self-esteem it can backfire big and these rewards that they get in the long run can turn out to be really destructive for a long-term situation. It can be very damaging, uh, especially because it reinforces negative behaviors that eat away at your potential for success. So they really can't have any true success because it has to be set up. Um, so, that person may constantly be falling short in their goals that they've set for themselves. Yes. Continues journey that needs resolved. Absolutely. And hey to Jay Lynn. So Angela wants to know, do we continue self-sabotage because of past life plans failed? Uh, yes, it can be that tendency like those patterns are set maybe in a past life and they continue on in this life, especially if they haven't been addressed or resolved. It definitely can. So if you suspect that past life regression would definitely be something that you would want to look into um, to deal with that behavior in the moment that it was created in whatever past life special shout out to barbara bacon and crystal crazy good to see you here tonight here's what we're gonna do about this how can we stop self-sabotaging so first you've got to recognize that you're even doing it so any of the things that we just talked about you know saying things like you can never do that you're you're never going to be good at that what do you think you're doing you can't do that, or you really need to wait till things are perfect. Uh, if they're not perfect, somebody's going to say something. You can't do that because what if your family doesn't agree with you? What if they don't like it? What if you lose friends? All of those things uh, 
are like signals that you're self-sabotaging, especially if you feel very lack, uh, extreme lack of motivation. You put off making decisions. You put off making your goals. If you feel stuck or frozen and you and you just feel paralyzed and you don't feel like you can go forward, first step is recognizing you are self-sabotaging. And it's any of those things that we just talked about. So recognizing that you're doing it is really half the battle. And the second thing is you've got to understand the emotions that are occurring that are leading to this type of behavior. And these emotions can be discouragement. Maybe you've always be, been discouraged to try to do anything that leads to feelings of worthlessness, lack of self-esteem, anxiety, anger, frustration. All of those are emotions that can spur on the behavior. So, you know, let, let me give you an example. Let's say you deliberately leave a report unfinished because... You perceive that your boss um, did something to make you angry or upset. Nine times out of ten, that person really hasn't done anything. And if they knew you were upset about something, they would be they would be concerned and they would want to make things right. The whatever event that's happened, the emotion is turned into a self-defeating action. Even if the other person, let's say, doesn't have a problem with you and doesn't know that whatever their behavior was, elicited this reaction out of you. So you want to always try to cope and manage your emotions. This takes really good coping mechanisms. And I have a whole other video just on coping mechanisms that I will put in the comments after the show. And so if you want to know or add to your repertoire of coping mechanisms, watch the other video and um, you can add to that. But you want to really try to manage your emotions and then use your coping mechanisms so that you don't commit the behaviors that have negative consequences like not doing the report, not showing up for work on time, or um, not finishing the project around the house, even though you know your wife's going to yell at you about it. So, um, so warning signs of anger and anxiety before the behaviors get out of control. You need to keep your emotions in check and then use your coping mechanisms rather than letting the self-sabotage take over. Really have to analyze and spot the beliefs that are causing the emotion. Chances are the emotion that has led to your negative behavior was caused by an irrational thought. Consider the evidence for those thoughts. If it was something that came from somebody else that they told you a long time ago and it's just kind of stuck in your psyche, there's no evidence for that. That was just something that they said that you allowed to affect you. So... Consider the evidence for the thoughts that you have. And um, if there isn't any evidence backing that, we really need to work on that and dismiss it. So notice what you say to yourself when you engage in self-sabotaging behavior. Write down all of your uh, negative self-talk, talk, however silly or unrealistic it, it may be, and um, 
I'll never forget, there was uh, one of my friends who I was helping get a job, and the, the job required them to have a weight limit, and they normally didn't have a problem with their weight, but uh, when they, in other words, they didn't think that they were good enough for this job, and so what they did was they purposefully gained five pounds over the weight limit knowing that that would disqualify them. That is such a good example of self-sabotage. They ended up getting the job and losing the weight to do it, but they had to recognize that they were self-sabotaging before they could accomplish kind of undoing that negative behavior that they uh, were trapped in. So you have to change your behaviors, your emotions, and your thoughts. Okay, so these are the three prime things that you have to do. You have to become aware of the negative emotions. You have to begin to challenge those. Are these valid? Are they not valid? Nine times out of ten, they are not valid. And change one of these things first. The other two will be easier to change after you change the one. And the three things are changing behaviors, changing emotions, and changing the thoughts. So, in effect, when you are recognizing the behavior, oh, I'm self-sabotaging, then you're evaluating what emotion is underlying with this behavior. I'm scared. I'm afraid of failure, and so I'm just not going to do anything. So the behavior is getting frozen The emotion is fear, and that causes you to panic and freeze. And the thought is, you can't do this. Those things have to change. And so when you catch that happening, the first thing I like to do is change the thought as soon as it comes in. That thought of, I can't do this, change it to, why not? I can do this, why not? Okay? then that's going to change that emotion of fear to maybe excitement, rejuvenation. I'm going to do something exciting. I'm going to take a chance. In turn, that will change the behavior, and you'll go forward with your project instead of freezing up. So, hey to Cindy Hall. And Cindy says, letting go of thoughts and feelings we grew up with that no longer serve us. Amen, sister. Amen. I love that. Uh, And any of you that need a um, personal coach, like uh, to help for business or other things that you're having blocks doing, or maybe you just need somebody to guide you through the process, hook up with Cindy Hall there in the comments. She's one of the best coaches I've ever met. Uh, Hey to Melissa Begley, and Melissa says, this is sometimes destiny that results in a better opportunity. Yes, exactly. Hey to my brother, Kentucky Dan. Good to see you here tonight. Hope everything in Iowa is not froze up. (laughs) Oh, their weather is so much worse than Kentucky. Today it was up to 60, uh, but blustery. So, And we've had a lot of flooding here, so... Uh, me and David were looking through all of our friends' houses that were flooded tonight. Oh, my God. I feel so bad for them. I can't even imagine. Okay. Develop self-supporting behaviors. What you what can you say to yourself that is positive and encouraging? 
In other words, you have to be your own cheerleader. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. Be your own cheerleader. Try to think of things uh, of a statement that you can say to yourself that switches that negative thought around. And uh, what I was saying for that was, oh, yeah, come up with a message that inspires you to move in a positive direction. So what I like to suggest people do is get some kind of motivational meme and put it on your phone, on your computer screensaver, and use that as a visual prompt or a visual trigger to stay on target with uh, not self-sabotaging. So my brother says 27 degrees, about 50 degrees warmer than a week or so ago. <laughs> ah, well, clearly spring is not yet in Iowa. So Martha says, yes, I think for her it took away the big surprise or shock of being rejected so Gaining the weight was guaranteed control rejection, which in her mind is the blow or the magnitude of the rejection. Absolutely. I agree with that. Yes, we, you are on track. Okay, so be your own cheerleader. Uh, what can you say to yourself that is positive or encouraging? Now, here's some extra stuff that I want you guys to do, and I'm going to leave some links in the comments after the show. Uh, you can use subliminal programming for positive energy. And these are things that you can play in the background, like while you're cooking or cleaning, uh, if it's okay in the office where you work or wherever you're working, to play these things in the background. It certainly can help everybody in the environment be more positive, but it's designed to work on your psyche to erase some of these negative programmings that have been laid down and to help you subliminally reprogram to be more positive and more forward thinking. So subliminals, you can also use binaural beats for um, self-esteem, for confidence, and for anxiety. I really think getting at the crux of the problem, like using a binaural beat for self-esteem um, would be getting at the heart of this. So uh, Kentucky Dan says, most of the time nothing bad is happening. If you feel anxious, take a deep breath, pay attention to your surroundings, say nothing bad is happening. Now I'm okay. Yes, I agree with that. Absolutely. Okay. So you can build up your self-confidence by setting and achieving a small goal. For somebody who's really frozen and is has let self-sabotage kind of take over a lot of different areas, uh, let's start out with a small goal that's easily achievable. Uh, and what that does is it kind of proves to you that, yes, you can do this. Yes, you can achieve. It boosts your self-confidence. It boosts your self-esteem. And it gives you kind of a firm footing to, you know, take off the diving board and jump in in a bigger task or a bigger goal. Like I said, go ahead and, and get a motivational meme to keep you 
feeling good about your direction. Also, let's look into some more coping mechanisms to try to deal with the emotions that you're identifying uh, and trying to deal with. So coping mechanisms can go a long way there. But the key, the key to all this is the roots of self-sabotage are pretty much always in low self-esteem, negative self-talk, negative emotions, and they are continually reinforced by failures that happen. And so what we want to do is beat this by monitoring your behavior, recognizing the feelings that are, uh, you know, spurning this on and absolutely controlling and changing the thoughts uh, and beliefs that you have about yourself, challenging them when they stand between you and your goals. So let's get to a couple comments here. Um, so Kentucky Dan says, you, can't, you cannot think of two things at the same time. Concentrate on the good things you're grateful for and the negative thoughts don't have space. I love that. <laughs> I agree with that. Special shout out to Robin over here on uh, Instagram and Luke Cavs and Christine Ab 73. Good to see you guys. I'm glad you tuned in. Glad all you guys have tuned in tonight. Um, I'm not sure what the, <laughs> I'm not sure what the show is going to be next week. We may do another dream show next week because I still have dreams that worked interpreted from the last dream show. So why don't you guys go ahead and email me your dreams. I'll leave a, uh, the email in the comments section for you. And uh, I present them on the show anonymously, of course, and I give an interpretation of what they mean. And so um, it's, it's really good to kind of find out what's going on in your subconscious and how that reflects what is happening in your life. So I appreciate all of you guys tuning in. Uh, thank you, Jess. And uh, I hope that you guys tune in next Monday night as well. If you enjoy these shows, and this is on Facebook only, go ahead and hit the screen and the share button and share this out in your newsfeed. I'm sure there are people out there that need this information. It would really help them a lot to know how to circumvent self-sabotage and, and make their lives a lot happier. Uh, for those of you that have tuned in on YouTube, go ahead and hit the subscribe button and the bell icon, and that will notify you every time I do a live stream and I upload a